Welcome back to the second hour of Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Hi there, and good morning. I'm Lynette, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon. Dr. Samira Umat has the weekend off. We may have another doctor popping in with us uh, to help answer questions, because I know, Dr. Mixon, you know, you just yeah, you just don't want to answer all of them. Oh, no, wait, you love answering <laughs> I questions. I, I have a lot of fun answering them, but yes. Sure do. I've got one of my other doctors that... Uh, is working on Saturdays, but because his Saturday is a little light still, he's oh, going to come in. Oh, we can bring him in. Yeah, so he'll be here in a bit and uh, able to help answer questions. Wonderful. Okay. All right. Here's the number to get through. Phone lines are ready and waiting for you at 800-465-8770. If you have a question about your health, uh, maybe an age-related question. Oh, Dr. Mixon is the expert in that area. Wait. Did I say that right? It sounds like, okay. Mm Age-related. Very good. Age-related. The undesired. Changes of aging. That's (laughs) That's what uh, we feature and talk about at Longevity. And we love talking with you. Maybe it's a diagnosis you've had. uh, Maybe something you're going through you don't understand. Give us a call. 800 465 8770. We have Lois calling in from Seattle. Good morning, Lois. I hope you're staying warm on this cool fall morning. Morning. Good, Good morning. morning. We can. How yes. can we help? Okay, I have. A, I'm 80 years old, and I have several medical conditions that I'm dealing with. But my question is, uh, I suffer so much from fatigue, and uh, I had my thyroid removed in um, 2016, uh-huh. and they put me on Cent- Okay. 10 milligrams. Uh, is that sufficient? Uh, it depends. Am I getting enough hormones <laughs> or something? <laughs> well, the, the question is, what is your blood level? You know, what? It's not what you take; it's how much is in your system. And some people need a lot more than others. Uh, so, first step. I have a. Anemia is called cedroplastic uh, uh, anemia, and that it keeps my um, hemoglobin real low. Uh-huh. Is that 
a part of the problem. Too. That is probably part of the problem, yes. Anemia makes you weak and tired simply because you don't have enough red blood cells carrying oxygen to the tissues. Thyroid function, right. you know, it has a lot to do with the speed of your metabolism. And so people with low thyroid are often tired and fatigued and gain weight easily, get a little fuzzy headed at times. Um, yeah, at 80 years old, you know, what we'd want to do is to measure all of your hormones, not just your thyroid. I would like to take a look at your growth factors. I'd like to look at your ability to heal and repair. I'd like to look at, you know, everything you've got going on. Because aging is a total body and brain experience. Everything starts to go downhill. And the more things we can move back up to a more robust level, the generally the better people do. So... I also am suffering from the degenerative spine disease. Uh -huh. I've had two, two uh, spinal fusion surgery in the last 10 years. And oh, dear. I'm, I'm um, <clears throat> one of my, my, another disc is wearing out, and yeah. it uh, causes me so much pain. I, I can't even stand up too long. I've talked to Dr. Nelson a couple of years before the pandemic, and I was thinking about having that procedure, mm -hmm. but uh, unfortunately, I can't afford it. So, oh um, so now, I mean, I, is there anything that can help me with with my uh, energy level, or am I should I? increase the uh, central I talked to the doctor about increasing well, it talk to, talk to the doctor yeah well talk to the doctor it wouldn't be milligrams by the way it would be micrograms uh, synthroid is measured oh, in very indeed. tiny yeah right yeah so, so probably micrograms instead of milligrams nevertheless the reality is the proper uh, dose micrograms initials mg well, it, it's, okay, so is it of Synthroid? You see, Synthroid doesn't usually, that that would be 100 micrograms. Yeah, mm -hmm. don't don't know. We, we, we just need to do the blood work okay, and see where you are. I can't mm -hmm. tell you to raise or lower your dose at this point because I don't know what your blood levels are. And so step one, you have to do the laboratory work and do the measurements. Then you start intervening to try to get people to improve. It's possible that your thyroid is low. It's possible that your fatigue is related to your anemia. It's possible that your testosterone is low or your dehydroepiandosterone is low or your pregnenolone is low. I mean, when we, when we look at people, we look at all of those possible causes and put them all together and so we're not looking for just one thing so but i um are you there yes we're here hello hello oh, hello okay. my phone mm -hmm. just went, went black but my doctor that is supposed to be taking care of uh treating me for that uh, thyroid problem should i uh, can i shouldn't she be doing all that work well it depends if they're just checking oh. your thyroid and your blood count they're doing the standard of care 
It's That's longevity. Exactly what they're doing, just standard. Yes. And Once a year, usually. And, and at longevity, we don't do the standard. Mm-hmm. Longevity, we're shooting for optimal. See, we... The, the values that are normal at your age are what your doctor is shooting for. And we don't go for normal for your age. We go for the best mm-hmm. you can possibly be. And I know. I, those I are very different. I wish I could afford to come in to see you, but that's another problem. I'm just on Social Security, so yes, I ma'am. thought maybe you might have an idea of, of uh, what kind of medication that might yeah. help me. Yeah, well, so I've got I some ideas, but but I don't know for sure. And when we're when we're ob- when we're changing your hormone balances, we're doing something that has wide-ranging impact, and we can't yeah. do it on a guess. We've got to have the numbers to make the decisions. And as the I guy on the that. radio, all I can give you is best best guesstimates. Okay, And that's, that's not good enough. Your life is on the line. So we have to have the labs. Mm-hmm. We have to know what we're doing for sure. So t- 10 milligrams, I mean 10 what do you say, 10 now? Um, well, usually Synthroid doesn't come with, with a, a dose of 10 milligrams. Uh, it usually starts uh, with, with 25, 50, 75, 100, 112, 125 micrograms per capsule. <laughs> and so, well, you know, what, so I, I don't know of anything that comes in with a 10. Uh, so there's, there's something a little odd about that. The label. Okay. Now wait a minute. It says a hundred. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a hundred micrograms then, which which makes more sense. Synthroid does come in that dose. All right. Okay. What? What? If she? If I can get them to increase it, would that hurt me as far as my age is concerned? No, but again, it depends on how high they increase it. You know, the the average dose in the United States for elderly people on thyroid is 125 micrograms. So you're about, you know, you're about 25% below where the average person is on their replacement. But Dr. Mixon's, Dr. Mixon, remember my four rules. First rule of medicine, anything strong enough to help is strong enough to hurt. Okay, if we raise your dose and you don't need it raised, we could hurt you. Mm-hmm. Second rule. Right. Second rule. The proper dose of anything is just enough to do the job. But the third rule is, if you don't measure, you don't know. And we haven't measured. Okay. And the fourth rule, the fourth rule is the one I hate. You can do everything right and things can still go to hell. <laughs> That's just the way life is. <laughs> Yeah, I understand so, that. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I just wanted to uh, get uh, I, what you thought about the the, right. um, the medication. Well, go but back I to your doctor. Yeah, go back to your doctor. Tell her you're fatigued and you're tired, and let her try to sort out whether we are looking at your anemia or your thyroid, because both of those can be addressed. It's just a matter of how. But first, they have to get well, the numbers. My hematologist, I go every month for a shot. Uh-huh. Aeronet. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they're trying, to, they're, they're trying to trigger your, your bone marrow to make more blood. That's good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I get 100 uh, 
micrograms or milligrams or whatever in, right. in the shot every month. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, so it sounds doctors, like it sounds like that's being addressed. Now you got to take another look at the thyroid and see if that helps. And if the thyroid's okay, okay then we've still got other things we better look at. Okay. Okay. All right, young well, lady. I wish I, could, I wish I could come in to see you. But I wish you could, I'm too. Just, yeah, I, I, I do I understand. I listen to you every week, so. Oh, All right, well, thank you for listening. Thank you, Lois. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. You're very, now. very good. I appreciate you. Really have helped me a lot through my problems, and, you know, well, just by listening. Well, good. I do what I'll do what I can for you. I promise. Yes. All right. Thank okay. you so much. Uh, bye, bye, dear. I win the lottery, and I, I'll be yeah. in. Yes. <laughs> you, if you win the lottery, I may ask you to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We may take up polygamy. I'll keep her around and add you to her. What the heck? Right. <laughs> Thank you, Lois. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. Just a couple minutes here. We're going to take a break. And, Bob, we lost your phone call. Call us right back. We'll get you on the air. 800-465-8770. You know, I, I too, thought that my thyroid was low for decades because I had it removed mm-hmm. uh, over 20 years ago. And I thought, oh, it's got to be the thyroid is low. Came into longevity, of course, did the, the health analysis appointment and the panel. No, the thyroid is just fine. It was all the hormones yeah, the other that were low. The other th- hormones. And I didn't. I was blaming my poor thyroid forever. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Well, it turned out you needed some other stuff. I now. needed other things. And once I was on one thing, then I my body started producing uh, estrogen and progesterone, things mm-hmm. that I haven't had forever. Yep. So sometimes we think it's one thing, but, you know, we're not doctors. We're well, just, and even the doctors can't guess. Mm-hmm. You have to do the testing. If you don't test, you don't know. It's that simple. That's right. And at Longevity, that's exactly what we do. We want you to come in for that free health analysis appointment, still offering that. The two tests, the blood test and the in-body test, that lets your doctor and your health advocate know uh, for what things could be around the corner for you. Then you can opt to do a larger blood panel test. Now, that will cost you about $600, but, oh, the information they can give you about everything going on inside your body with your hormones. Uh, to find out what's going on with your thyroid, to see if you are at risk for brain shrinkage and cancers, dementia, sexual dysfunction, diabetes, heart disease, and so much more. And then make a plan and then work with your longevity doctor to get you feeling better, get you moving, get you stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, and of course, sexier, like Dr. Mixon himself, which makes you happy. Yes, make that appointment today if you can. Here's that number to call. It's 866-86-YOUNG. 866-86-YOUNG or lmclinic.com. You can do that on uh, online. Pick the clinic closest to you, Kirkland, Tacoma, or Linwood, and get in even on the weekends. Yes, we have doctors on Saturdays as well to talk with you. 
So we try to make that as as easy as possible to get into longevity, to get you to become a patient, to get you healthier as you're aging. Because we're all aging, right? We okay. are. Yes, and we if are. we stop, that means we died. That's right. And so we do not let's want not that. Let's not do that one. Okay, back with your calls. Jill, you're coming up. And Bob, call back. 800-465-8770. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. For the first time in history, you can choose how to age. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, It was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience. Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000 or DanielNelsonMD.com. After I started on Dr. Mixon's program, their energy level just booms and the mood leveling out was so important. Your quality of life just is transformed. I am so grateful to longevity and Dr. Mixon's program. And Dr. Jerry Mixon in the house. Dr. Samira Umet has the weekend off. My name is Lynette, taking your phone calls and your questions about your health, a diagnosis, maybe something you're a little worried about, uh, new symptoms coming up. You're not quite sure what that involves. Here is the number to call. We are live in the studio, 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And Jill, calling in from Burien. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Am I, can you hear me? We can, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wasn't sure. I'm, I'm on my little <laughs> cell phone here. And... Okay. How can so we help? Do you want me to just go ahead and, and dive in and just tell you what the, what the issue is? Leap right in. Yes. Go ahead. We're waiting. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, my husband has been a patient of longevity and um, it was a few years ago, had some great results and we are both going to be on our way back to you soon. But I'm calling today about my daughter who has Crohn's disease, chronic Crohn's disease. She had symptoms we didn't even know about when she was a child, finally diagnosed at the polyclinic by an amazing doctor when she was 21. She's 33 today. She has had very few symptoms up until two, three years ago when the Humira stopped working. Mm. And... I don't know what help you could be, but what we're now concerned with is as she ages, 
as she, you know, as her body at 33, she's going to start the decline here before too mm-hmm. many more years. And is there something that, and it's a family, you know, we're a team in this. Is there of something course. we could be doing to help her to prepare for, uh, for even perhaps worse flares in the future, because right now she's in a pretty pretty bad flare. She's been admitted yeah. to emergency three times in the last month. Oh dear. Okay. Well, first let's let's let everybody know what Crohn's disease is. It says yeah, you know, you know, I know, but thirty some thousand people listening don't. Right. Uh-huh. Crohn's disease is an autoimmune disease of the bowel. Um, so she has developed. Uh, her immune system has developed a, a mistaken impression that her colon, her, her bowel, doesn't belong to her. And uh, so she's trying to destroy it and get rid of it as, as, as though it were a foreign invader. Uh, and this is not a happy thing to have happen, obviously. Uh, you can go from very mild Crohn's disease, in which people have virtually no symptoms, except occasionally a little cramping or a loose stool, to developing serious, serious problems with lots of pain, uh, fissures where the, the, the bowel is so inflamed that it actually has pieces of bowel that die and, and tunnel into surrounding pieces of bowel. Um, you can develop malnutrition, dehydration, osteoporosis, all sorts of, of problems from this disease. About 70% of the people with Crohn's disease sooner or later need surgery to remove part of their bowel. That's kind of a scary number, 7 out of 10. Mm. Um, so, and the thing that really worries me about your daughter is... Humera, this is one of those biologics, one of the, the very potent anti-immune system drugs that suppress the immune response. These are the most effective drugs we've got against Crohn's disease right now. And if that's not working, boy, have we got you know deep, deep problems to deal with. So... Yeah, so the things you're telling me are are not happy making things. I, I don't like hearing these 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 descriptions. Um, and th- you know, three hospitalizations or three ER visits in the last month or so—that's scary too. So, yeah. Okay, have they put her on a short course of a corticosteroid, high dose steroids for a, a week or two? Uh, yes, that they did. Uh huh. Um, and it worked like a charm. But she is also, because of living with this for so long, she has really tried to go the functional medicine route. Mm-hmm. And she was concerned that, you know, law, and she. She is a computer scientist and engineer, and so she does this research. So she, she she's looked at everything. Yep. Um, she was afraid that prolonged steroids would cause other problems. And so and they do. about three weeks, so she was, the last time it was three weeks, she was feeling really good at the end of that three weeks, and then, of course, stopped the medication, and now here we are, the symptoms are returning. Right. Yeah, the problem, this, the corticosteroids are wonderful, terrible drugs. Um, you know, they can be life-saving. They, there is nothing that suppresses inflammation in the human body like those. 
but if you take them very long, if you take them more than about 10 days, two weeks, you start suppressing your own capacity, your adrenal glands, to, to make your own steroids. And so then if you stop, you can actually get a bigger flare. Uh, you can you can develop a, an adrenal crisis, drop out your blood pressure, get in all kinds of trouble. Mm. So, you know, if nothing else is working, a short course of the corticosteroids is commonly prescribed, but you don't want to leave people on it any longer than necessary um, because they... They lower your resistance to infections. They allow cancers to spread faster. They thin out your skin. They make your muscles weak. They shift your metabolism towards fat. They trigger osteoporosis, cataracts, all sorts of nasty things. So you don't want to use them any longer than you have to or any more frequently than you have to. On the other hand... You can get in trouble and die from uncontrolled Crohn's. Mm. And so when you need them, you need them. Yeah. <sighs> Boy. So, is, it, is, it, yes. is it advisable then to say something like uh, get, on a sero- uh, get on a steroid therapy quarterly or something like that if she could extend because she's doing all of the nutritional things she's basically you know dairy free gluten free sugar free Mm -hmm. i mean you name it she won't even have it in the house okay um super careful won't eat at restaurants um poor thing and she does look like a little bird she's she's Mm. she's yeah very underweight well, and malnutrition is common with, with Crohn's disease. You've got a very sick bowel that can't absorb nutrients very well. So you need, you know, you usually need a fair bit of supplementation for vitamins and minerals because you do a crummy job of absorbing them. Um, all right. I wouldn't say quarterly, but yeah, what you try and do is clearly this is a problem for a rheumatologist, not for the guy on the phone. But I think the rheumatologist needs to take a a hard look at what other of the biologics might be available for her. Um, She's been tried on one, and it's a pretty darn good one. But there are others out there now that she might consider. And it'll obviously, which one will depend on what the rheumatologist knows about her. He's got a much better history on her than I do at this point. but I'd say look for a different biologic that maybe will get her back under control. If she starts to slide out of control, she might want to use the steroids, but she should use them as early as possible. Don't wait until she's in deep trouble like this, because that takes a much wow. higher dose for much longer, and then you get more side effects. So what you want to do is wow. if the Crohn's starts to slip, you hit it for maybe a week at the most, you know, of a moderate pulse, and then you get off them, get it under control, go away with them, and let your body recover. So small, short pulses, only as often as you need it, but as early as you need it, not after you're in deep trouble. But right now, it sounds like she needs to to be looking at an alternate biologic Something with a little bit different mechanism of action that maybe will get her under control again. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. When when Polyclinic put her on the Humira, they said this is gonna this will take you for about three years, and after that, it's gonna stop working. She was on that drug for nine and a half years, and it worked great. Yeah. Um, and then wow. it didn't. Um, so uh, so I get what you're saying. Would it be wise for her to come here and and have a, a panel done by your clinic at Longevity, would that give a rheumatologist enough uh, detail? She's very skeptical of Western medicine. Mm-hmm. And so well, that's why, you know, she's looking for the, for the um, like you guys do, you go underneath the surface and you find the little bits of information that when considered together as a composite gives you a whole different picture. Yeah, and I'd be willing to do a workup on her and see what we can find, but she's got to get out of this this acute flare first. You know, she she's in real trouble right now, and her her metabolism is going to be disordered to the max. And so, any tests I do on her right now are not going to give me reproducible results for later. So, step one: oh, I see. get her back to the rheumatologist. You know, have them take a look at the newest, fanciest, because the Humera has been around a long time. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, there's a, a new one, Skyrezi, <laughs> which I think has only been approved for six months or something. One of the brand new ones that seems to have some advantages for Crohn's. Um, so it's S K. Yeah. Yes, she did, she, she did find a new one. Okay. Yeah, and that's one that she ought to, you know, talk to a rheumatologist about. See if he can get her under control. Can you spell that for me, by the way? I can. S K Y R I Z I. Okay, thank you so yeah. much, Dr. Mixon. Yeah. I happen to know that because okay. it just came across my email again last week. <laughs> so, hey. All right. Wow. Okay. Great to hear. But she okay. would need a, you know, she would need a prescription for that, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, no. yes. That, yeah. No. And this is no. not one that, that most doctors prescribe. This is one that the rheumatologist will handle. Okay. This this drug would scare the pajavers out of me and my doctors. Get her to the rheumatologist, pretty please. Interesting. Very nice. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate your your show okay. every week. Take care, right here. Thank Bye-bye. you for calling, Jill. Bye. Taking a break right here, and we'll be back with more leading edge medicine in just a moment. Phone lines are open for you. 800 465 8770 is the number to call. That's 800 465 8770. And Lorraine and Mary will be talking with you in just a few moments. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770. No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wife's, my sons, my friends, and all my neighbors, but he was just recently voted Best LASIK in 425 Magazine. 
and has been voted best doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or advanced cataract surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else, an advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call 425-450-2020. 425-450-2020. My husband and I are, as you said, just right on schedule for falling apart in a very timely manner. So uh, I do thank you for all your advice on the radio. Hey, hey, Paula. My name is Lynette, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon. Dr. Umat has the weekend off, taking your phone calls. And boy, it's been busy with a lot of different things. Lots of different things. Lots of different things coming up. A couple of scary things, like wounds that don't heal for a year, and Uh, and then this this terrible Crohn's disease. Yes, I've had friends with that, and it's like, oh, can't even imagine. Nope. Oh, boy. Hope we're uh, getting you directed to where you need to go. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Here is the number to get through, like Jill and Lois, Ellen, Tony, and Leroy all this morning. Here's the number, 800-465-8770. Headed to Tacoma now, we have Lorraine on the line. Hi there, Lorraine. Hello, Lorraine. Good morning. Thank you for your program. Would you please explain what vulvodynia is and how to take care of it? Mm, Okay. Okay. The opening to the vagina is called the vulva. Vulvodynia is a painful opening to the vagina by definition. Okay. Um, It's fairly common in, in older women. Uh, Thank you. You know the the issue is that the the hormone levels, testosterone and estradiol and progesterone, all three levels are dropping, uh, and so the vagina, the the mucous membrane gets very thin. It loses its elasticity, and instead of stretching and giving you pleasure, it tears and gives you pain. So this is not what you want for intercourse, obviously. Um, and usually when we have a woman with significant vulvodynia, we have to kind of approach it in several ways. One, we do raise their systemic estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, all three. Uh, but then we also apply a, uh, a estrogen, estrone, actually, not estradiol. Estrone, which is a, a form of estrogen that tumors can't uh, can't absorb but we can apply that directly to the vagina directly to the introitus to the opening and up inside a little ways so that we get a high concentration of estrogen effect right there while we're raising the whole body's level 
Uh, and our goal, of course, is to get all of your skin functioning better again. It turns out that progesterone is important for skin. Uh, it makes your skin thicker and more elastic. And so I would then also apply progesterone cream along with the estrogen right to the vulva, right to that area. Um, we've got some fascinating uh, studies on progesterone in skin that go back probably 30 years now. Uh, one of the reasons I have people put progesterone on their face and neck is that it it makes the skin elastic and stretchy and fills in a lot of those fine wrinkles and creases around your eyes oh. so that you don't need your Botox. You get your natural, normal skin. Well, it turns out that older people, their skin thins out everywhere. You look at an old man or old woman's hands. You see the backs of their hands, how skinny, thin that skin is and fragile, and eventually it just tears with minor rubbing. Well, the vagina is the same way. So that introitus, that vulva, uh, gets very fragile, very tender. And so the progesterone helps to thicken up and make that area elastic and stretchy again. Does that, uh, now, does that help? I would have to go to an OBGYN for this. Uh, yeah, or a longevity doc. We do it all the time, obviously. And since we treat okay. people over 50, but but yeah, we would not well, do it now, as, I as am, an isolated problem. I we would do it as part of your program. Go ahead. I insert estradiol uh-huh. for uh, UTIs yep. twice a week. Okay. Would, could I use that in the vulva area? Yeah, you probably could. The question, of course, is how... What are your blood levels? You know, we want to get your blood levels in a good place. So when you were applying it, you know, inserting it twice a week, okay, and then take a little dose and uh, apply it all over the, the vulva itself, that would probably help some. But you also need a progesterone cream. Your doctor needs to prescribe a, uh, a compounded progesterone cream and apply that to the vulva, too. And over, okay. it'll take, it takes about three to four months. It's not something that you put on today and it feels better tomorrow, okay? Because what yeah. you got to do is stimulate that skin to start growing and get thicker and more elastic. And skin turns over about once every two to three weeks. And so over a three-month period or so, you'll get several new generations of skin cells. And the newer skin, if you're, if you're consistently putting the progesterone and estrogen on it, will be well hormones. You know, it'll be more elastic and, and probably much more comfortable. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome, ma'am. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Lorraine. Yeah. See, this whole female plumbing... Uh-huh. Is just absolute proof that God is male, because a a female deity would have designed a different system. A little system. bit different, yes. Yeah, this, this absolute <sighs> proof was not designed by a female god. So, all right. Well, let's talk about testosterone in men next. Uh-huh. Mary is on the line from Seattle. Hi there, Mary. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. to you both. Yes. Well, thank you, ma'am. Uh-huh. Okay, well, you're the authority on, on testosterone, and so 
I wanted to ask you, I have a, a friend, um, a man in his late 50s, he gets testosterone shots weekly, uh, a shot uh-huh. weekly, and he has, it's probably been 15 years or more, um, he was one of the, like a man with very low testosterone, so anyway... Uh-huh. Uh, what I want to know, I've, I've listened to you before talking about how testosterone turns to estrogen and all these things mm-hmm. that go on. Does, can this cause a man to have a big belly? Yep. Um, because, you know, uh, it's like he's going to have twins, and, um, uh, and I'm quite worried. And, he, and, you know, some men, they don't talk too much and stuff, but mm-hmm. I was wondering... If you could kind of tell me again what goes wrong when when you just get the testosterone shots. Um, okay. I, testosterone, you know. yeah, testosterone shots are not my favorite way of doing it. Although we've got a few guys, you know, out of close to a thousand men, we have probably maybe five or six on shots. Um, oh, even if you need a, even if you need quite a, a boost, you can yeah. do it without the shots. Oh yeah, we do it with the creams generally. Um, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I, I've heard you. Uh-huh. The shot, when you take the shot, you get a big pulse, a great big sudden rise in your testosterone, and then right. it starts dropping, and then you take another shot, and it goes way up, and then it drops off again. So, you know, you get a, you're, right. with weekly, you're getting a pulse once a week, and the question mm-hmm. is, how high is it going, and how low does it drop before you take your not- next shot? Uh, uh-huh. So I prefer to do daily administration of a cream, and that way I have better control because I keep you where I want you all the time instead of just once a week. Oh. So, yeah. you know. Um, well, they used to give him this every two weeks, which was crazy. That's right. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They do a, yeah, they do a bigger dose every other week, and then they're trying to even it out by doing it a smaller dose every week. And right. I even know a few guys that are taking, you know, really tiny doses every three days or so in an effort. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to take a shot every three days. Uh, so, you know, um, I, I prefer the cream. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because um, it doesn't well, hurt. And, and, I'm, and I'm, a, I'm a chicken. <laughs> oh, and they put the cream now where it won't get in contact with um, a lady friend. Yes, you can apply it. Now, yeah. you know, I, I apply mine to my genitals when I get up in the morning and go off to work. Oh. But, you know, there are days that my wife calls me and wants me to come home midday, and I come home and hop in the shower quickly and wash it off <laughs> if I'm going to have a little midday play. But uh, I've, heard, I've heard you telling me before. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's good. Fine. It is good. Yes, you know? it is. <laughs> but but if, if I know in advance that there's going to be some midday play, well, that day uh-huh. I, I won't put it on my genitals. I will apply it in my armpits and behind my knees and maybe a little perianal. Um, uh-huh. you, know, there, you, you can put it all kinds of places. It's it's a function yeah. of how much testosterone is in the cream, how much cream you apply, how much skin you apply it to, how rich sure. the blood supply is, how thin the skin is. So there's a lot sure. of factors, and it takes a little experimenting to get it right if you don't want to have it genital. So, but right now, the way it's going, if he's taking these shots, that how does that make the big belly? Well, because... It depends on what his aroma taste levels are. There is a hormone in human fat, and especially in visceral fat, that converts testosterone into estrogen. 
Yeah. And and so when he gets his shot that first couple of days, he may be turning a lot of that testosterone into the estrogen. Okay. Now, there are two different kinds of estrogen receptors, the alpha and the beta receptors. Uh-huh. Young women have mostly alpha receptors, and that gives women the the layer of fat under the skin. It's what makes women soft and curvaceous. They put the fat mostly on their hips. They put it on. So women don't get as lean and angular as men. They have a higher subcutaneous body fat from those alpha receptors. But there's also beta receptors, and the beta receptors tend to put fat inside the belly. Okay. As women age, their alpha receptors kind of fade away and they're left with more beta receptors, which is why old women start putting fat in their belly instead of under mm-hmm. their skin. Mm-hmm. Men have almost all beta receptors. And so we tend to put our fat first and foremost in our bellies. And relatively late do we put it other other places. And so... If he's got a lot of beta receptors and he's converting a lot of his testosterone into estrogen, he can get a great big belly from it. Is that is that something can be measured? How much testosterone you're turning into well, yes. estrogen? Or, we, or we would we would just measure his we would measure his testosterone and his estradiol, and we'd start uh-huh. by measuring it the day after his shot. And then measure it again the day his shot is due before his shot. And let's take a look and see what is his estrogen level compared to his testosterone level. Mm -hmm. And if he is one of those men, like most men that have predominantly beta receptors, that's probably why he's putting more fat in his belly. Now, there are things we can do about that. But mm, you know. mm. it's amazing, isn't it, that these doctors don't look at the big picture? Well, it's more complex. Giving you testosterone, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we are, unfortunately, and I recognized this 30 years ago when I dropped out of the insurance system. The current medical system is designed to keep everybody doing the same thing in unison all the time. And so I, I often say doctors are like a, a herd of herbivores on the plane, surrounded by predators with law degrees. And everybody's afraid to do everybody's afraid to do anything that everybody else isn't doing. So they all do the same thing at the same time in the same way. And that's a wonderful way to stay out of court. It's a horrible way to give people individualized medical care. Right. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask one other brief question? Well, you can right after what? this commercial. Yep. So Stay sit right tight. Okay. We'll be back, okay? <laughs> okay? We'll be back with Mary's question and with Louise in just a moment. Stay right there. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Call us at 800-465-8770 if you have a question. We'll be right back. If you or someone you love is struggling with memory issues, find out about Longevity Memory. Call Longevity right now to schedule your memory consultation evaluation. 425-654-0258. That's 425-654-0258. 
Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control, excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. The thing that uh, struck both of us most strongly right from the beginning was libido. Our sex drive went out the roof. It was like being 18 years old again. It was pretty wonderful. And it was something we had been missing for quite some time. One more question for Dr. Mixon. We've been talking about testosterone. What was your other question? It's um, about bowel function, and you mm-hmm. were talking about the lady had Crohn's. And so um, this uh, same uh, man that I'm referring to had part of the bowel removed uh, surgically. Um, and so uh, it's really, your bowel's really important. Important and one oh, yes. time I heard you talking about how um, uh, vitamins, fat, fat soluble vitamins are, uh-huh. are done in the bowel and 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 all these things. One of and so he isn't so healthy, partly due to this bowel thing. And should you see a gastroenterologist, or do you, or you say yes? Well, I say my my bias, of course, is first and foremost, everybody over 50 should be a patient at longevity, don't you think? Yes. But, uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I do. I you do. Know, so do you. you I'd do, like to open uh, about you, six more clinics. So get, get everybody in here. I think so. But yeah. um, assuming he's not going to be one of our patients, then yes, a gastroenterologist. But, you know, even his family doctor can run a uh, a vitamin mineral assay. There are tests that you can do that will actually measure uh, 35 to 40 different vitamins and minerals in your system and see what your levels actually are. And that'll tell you whether you're absorbing it well or not and which ones you need to raise. 
Well, and then the other thing is, is with your food, if you if you have a loose bowel uh, stuff attacking very often, you know, you don't get the the regular processing of your 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 food, you know, just just yeah. your food. <clears throat> the most the most common part of the bowel to lose surgically is part of the colon. And uh-huh. and if it is colon, he's lost part of because different ba- different parts of the bowel have different functions. Okay, right, right. Yeah. And so, but the the colon's primary job is to reabsorb the water. And so, loose stools are pretty common in people that have had uh, have had part of their colon removed because they just don't have enough absorption surface there to conserve uh-huh. the water, and so things will just it's go right on through. Yeah. Can um, anything be done to help them? Yes, probably. There are things you can do to slow down the bowel motility, but the most important thing is to make sure that he's absorbing his nutrients, and for that. I'd go ahead and run an assay and you know and run one of the tests uh, that that let us look at uh, all of his vitamins and his minerals and see what he is and isn't absorbing. That's the way to start. Always our um, first diagnosis, then therapy. You know, don't don't try to fix things until you know what it is you're fixing. So, right. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, um, also about your program, I really enjoy it, but. Um, is it available then um, sometime later next week? If a person wants to re-listen to your discussions, yes. sure, go um, to our they website. Can go on to Leading Edge Medicine and 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 well, not Leading Edge Medicine. Go to LM Clinic. LM stands for Longevity Medical Clinic. dot com, and then look at our podcasts. And usually, the Saturday show by Tuesday is up there that you can listen to it. Oh, that's great. Well, and thank, thank, thank you. A person has when you're trying to talk to somebody, um, you you have to have a little clues to kind of push them up, push them to do something, you know. So. Oh yes, well, uh, especially we men, you realize eighty percent eighty percent of the healthcare decisions in America are made by women. I believe uh, it. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank right. you for your enc- your encouragement. I enjoy I enjoy your program, and thank you, Lynette, too. Okay. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye, thank you dear. so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye All right. One more call to get. Okay, I think let's get we him do. On here. All right. Let's see here. We have. Let's see. That was Louise. No, we don't have a call. We have what? a phone line that is open. I thought we had a guy. Oh, oh we have Louise. Yes, we do, oh. because we were just talking with Mary. We're oh, finishing up okay. with Mary. So, yes, Louise from Ballard. Hi there, Louise. Hello, Louise. Hi. Um, I have a husband. He's 55, and four years ago, he started to develop um, erectile dysfunction. Uh-huh. And then in the last in the last two years, he when he orgasms, uh, nothing comes out. Okay. No, no semen or anything. And I had t- spoken with you about a year ago, and you said that might be a circulatory issue or have something to do that could affect his heart. Um, can you give me more information about that? Okay. Well, generally... Or do, or do I have it wrong? Well, no, you don't have it wrong. There's a clear correlation between ED and cardiovascular disease because the most common cause of erectile dysfunction is, in fact, poor circulation of the small blood vessels in, in the uh, pelvis. 
and you know the the blood vessels don't generally go bad one spot in your body and stay healthy everywhere else. So if you're having ED, there's a significant increased likelihood of cardiovascular disease and vice versa. Men with cardiovascular disease frequently have erectile disorders. Um, the the lack of ejaculate, though, is more likely related to what we call reflux. He's probably ejaculating, but it's going back into the bladder rather than coming out the, the meatus to the penis. Um, and that boy, I tell you, ma'am, can you put your phone on mute for a minute? You've got uh, a lot of, a lot wind of road noise. noise. Yeah. yeah, road or wind. I'm not sure what. So stick it on. There we go. Now Much people better. can hear us. Yeah, thank you. Um, so the the problem we're facing with these guys is, you know, why is he refluxing? He could be prostatic enlargement. Um, or if he's had any prostate surgery, if he's had something done to open up that prostatic channel so that he can urinate better, that will often give you reflux. In fact, most of the time that'll end up giving you reflux back into the bladder instead of coming, having it come out. Um, with aging, frequently the prostate uh, is becoming atrophic. The, the glands are not working as well as they did. And we usually need to kick those back into high gear by raising his anabolic hormone load, getting his testosterone and DHEA back up to the healthy 25 to 30 year old range. We'll often get that moving again. So first diagnosis, you know, we got to figure out what's going on with this gentleman. Um, the erectile disorder, uh, it can be from low hormones. Low testosterone will often trigger erectile disorder. It usually lowers libido with it. The guys usually don't have a great desire for sex, um, in addition to having functional issues. Uh, let's see. If, if it turns out that hormonally he's intact and his blood supply is intact, then I'd go ahead and do something like our, um, uh, our uh, shockwave device. We have a, a device in a blocking what it's called. Oh, the Viasure. Viasure, that's mm-hmm. it. Viasure. We have a device called Viasure that we treat the man about once a week for six weeks. And a large percentage of the guy regain their erectile, dis- or erectile function with that. Uh, we also have some medications we can use. So I will we'll often do three things with men who have significant erectile dysfunction. We raise their testosterone. We put them on something like Tadalafil that improves the blood supply. And we uh, uh, will use the Viasure. And that kind of triple approach will restore erectile function to the vast majority of men. Not everybody, simply because nothing done to and by humans is perfect, but the vast majority of men get a good result. So that's where I'd start. Okay, you can unmute and comment if you like. Yeah. Thank you so much. That really, really helped. I understand it a lot better now, and um, I guess we better make an appointment. All right. Well, you know, it sounds like he's at, he's at that age, so we'd like to get you both in his patience and make you both stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, and sexier. Absolutely. 
Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Louise. Wow. Just about 40 seconds left. (laughs) Have a great weekend. That's why I had her on mute because I saw the clock. We're running up against the clock. It was sticking there. Oh, boy. Our time is done for today, Uh, but we'll be back live in the studio next week with Dr. Jerry Mixon, Leading Edge Medicine. Let me give you that phone number in case you're going like Louise. Hey, we need to do something. We need to be coming. uh, Come in to Longevity Medical Clinic. Here's that number to call and make your free health analysis appointment. 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. Or you can go to our website, which is lmclinic.com. lmclinic.com. We'd love to see you in for that free health analysis appointment and get you on the way to a healthier you as we get into this next year. We'll see you next week. Have a great rest of your weekend.